and directed by Wayne Anton Novelli. Music score by Picasso Zapanti. Comic book illustration for graphic novel created by the artist Wayne Odrano. Produced by Wayne Anton Novelli, Sharon Harvey, and James Warhalla. With effects music by Weed Killer. In association with Vince Sabia and Socialitize Social Media Development Group Incorporated. Episode 7. The Daisy Chain Serum has taken a foothold on Mort's subconscious. And now the trippy voices in the dark side of his head have taken over just in time to encounter a new competitor on the landscape of doom. Enter the character, Dead Austere. And exit the world as we know it. Mort realized at that point that his daisy chain trip was turning bad, and he had to snap himself out of it before he had done something he would regret. So he started to lose himself in sketches of the stove in his sketchbook. The serum kept amping him up. His consciousness needed something to do in his lonely apartment to keep himself busy as he tripped through the corridors of his brain. After going mad for a second or two, he just kept focusing on his sketching. Over and over, he drew that stove in seconds, exactly the same way, like it was carved into the sinew in the engrams of his synaptic center. After about 4,000 drawings of the same thing, his mind was getting tired of the doldrums of repetition, and he knew he needed some new stimulus to support the trip. So he started started to take out his his old used Bolex camera, and he started started to film each drawing. Frame by frame, as a symptom of a socially quarantined man marking his ideas on his daisy chain trip. After he'd woken up from his enhanced experience, Mort realized he was paralyzed on the floor, trapped horizontally and unable to achieve the ability to be vertical as he clawed his way across the floor to get more serum. After he ingested it, sitting upright on the floor, burnt out from the night's tripping before, his mind was still engrossed in the worry of where was he going to raise the capital to fund his robot project. After taking the smallest amount of serum, because it was during the day and he didn't want to lose control and be seen, Mort started to think about his experience last night and what it meant. Mort always, no matter how big or small a matter, later on in his life, personally analyzed his own actions and what they meant. In this case, he looked at last night's daisy chain experience as a transitional point in his life, a meaningful moment to the capitalist that he truly was. The real trick to this poem was how could he capitalize on it? Well, he did. He was the first one that figured out that when you film images of drawings one by one, then you edit them together with sound, you have just created for the first time what later then was dubbed animation. 
and in the Hollywood cutthroat film industry, you can only be indoctrinated in when you make large amounts of money. So Mort did. With his new super brain, Mort instantly patented his new process and just smashed the floodgates of funds open. And with his stolen bank funds and the royalties he had received for patenting of the animation process, Mort went and opened Daisy Studios. In a hallucination brought on by the serum one night, Mort visualized the character he called Andy Doodlepy. Andy was a bug that talked to him, also like the stove did originally. Andy was an artist bug, and Mort saw major money-making potential in Andy's philosophical, humorous, whimsical delivery of everything he said. Like Andy was a poet, there to be a spokesman for God. Later on, with the help of Daisy Studios and a merger with the global financier, Dax Equity Group, Mort made Andy into a star of international children's programming, which ultimately made Mort into a billionaire. Over the next 40 years, Mortimer Daisy with his movie studio, Alphabot's Government Corp, and media empire including Glitterati Magazine and Dax News Network, will become one of the richest men in the world. And because of his painful shyness and solitary reclusiveness protected by his wealth, like Howard Hughes before him, Mort took his personal fortune and became the founder of a covert secret star chamber society called the Daisian Children, appropriately named after him. The Daisians were a pseudo-religious group dedicated to the eradication of immoral American behavior, brought on by undisciplined immoral corporate media groups, not being controlled by guess who? That's right, Mortimer Daisy. So the thought wars had begun and Mort was the leader of the largest army here for the hearts and minds of the children of the world. You see, Mort found out early in his media empire, if you want to control the future, you have to control the children's minds. The children of today and tomorrow being controlled through media perception delivered through video games and children's programming, the world was being split into two classes the extremely rich of the 1%, and the working poor of everyone else. Because most families had to work two and three service-oriented jobs, provided to accommodate the extravagant wants and needs of the one percenters, because most parents had to work all the time and were being convinced by false religions and governments to keep having more children to increase the herd of slave labor, Mort's media companies not only saw an opportunity to create children's programming centers called Doodlepeed Care, named after his cute, lovable icon, to act as virtual babysitters. The tech behind the televised mind-altering children's programming delivery system was ruthless. It was called the Psychopixelation Program, or the PPP file for short. This is how the PPP file worked. Through sound waves and special low-level light refracted pixelation on the screen and in front of you, being moved at high speed, being displayed to a subject that is stationary and exposed to it for long periods of time, the subject can be mesmerized and easily brainwashed, thereby making the young subject's will malleable and perfect to control, and teach Mort's philosophies of enforced cartoon pureness through Andy Doodlepeak. 
The only side effect of the program was, after a 24-hour exposure cycle occurs, the subject would encounter cellular decay that would create brain damage and physical body modeling and skin decay. That if the television is not turned off, the symptom could become irreversible and the subject becomes zombieized. Fortunately, all around the world, children are only exposed to the PPP file for 10 to 20 hours a day while their parents were working. The children never experienced the 24-hour threshold. Sometimes, centers could hold up to hundreds of poor children to be sedated and mesmerized by Andy Doodlepete virtual games for most of the day and night, giving their parents enough time to go to work, serving the one percenters, so that they could buy food for their children and pay their rent. Mort always knew, if you can control children's thoughts, you could control their minds. And when their minds are yours, they will mindlessly do your bidding. Unfortunately, controlling a global children's media empire wasn't getting Mort's agenda of world domination across fast enough. It had taken him many years to build up the strength of his empire to the point that he could make his move to transform his vision of mankind to follow him. In a few words, Mort was losing his grip on power. Because his body was aging and dying, he was now close to 70 years old and his mind was still beyond advance because of his earlier trials with the daisy chain serum. The drug had advanced his brain but absolutely decimated his body. He was now fully paralyzed from the neck down and had to speak through a computer program. And he also had a systemic global glitch that had brought the Doodle P Children's Daycare Centers to a halt. Meanwhile, under the beginnings of his attempt at global domination, the Chinese didn't like Mort's attempt to rewire their culture so they released a virus called the BS-20 virus on the planet. It was called the BS-20 virus because it came from bad shit and after it released its havoc on humanity, everyone who contracted the disease became batshit crazy from it. The insidious virus could last on surfaces for several days and could kill anyone, anywhere, just by infecting a human's touch. The virus ran rampant through all nations, closing down economies and forcing all cultures to not gather in large crowds and social distance. Because all the poor service workers didn't have to go to work anymore for a while, the children had to stay home with their parents and didn't have to go to Doodle Pee daycare anymore. So Mort couldn't pump his message into their brains that easily anymore. Because the people and children had choice of what to watch, Mort's message had become diluted down to his core followers who watched the Dax News Network's children's program division. Because Mort was losing his grip on power, he was going to have to make an even bolder move to control the people's minds. He had to amp up his psychopixelation program by taking over the cable company to extend his distribution capabilities. He was now pumping the PPP files into everyone's brains globally 24-7. Because the BS-20 pandemic was running rampant and people were out of work and quarantined to their houses, that meant they had to watch cable television more 
which meant more exposure to the PPP file. Little did Mort know, but after constant exposure, because of quarantine exceeding the 24-hour maximum, the effects of the file became more cumulative on humans' brains and bodies, causing more mental retardation and physical body distortion. After a while, the PPP file wasn't wearing off, and people were literally dying alive. In other words, people were evolving into becoming zombies. And because of the food shortages and the televised raids effects, people were starting to crave eating human brains. Because of this defect, Mort quickly realized that he had to rectify this problem immediately. So he was taken back to his castle and laboratory in Daisy World to create a solution to the PPP effect that he had unleashed in his bid to control the world. As an antidote to the PPP effect, Mort had made a watered-down derivative of his Daisy Chain Serum that didn't enhance the brain's functions that accelerated it to become a mega mind like his, but it advanced the zombied out telefollowers to stave off the PPP effects just enough to seem to make the people normal yet still keep them under mind control. Now that Mort had come up with his antidote to save the global followers, now he was posed with the question, how can he get it to them? The answer was simple and it came in the form of a cheeseburger. What better way to distribute his drug to the masses than junk food? Being shoved down the people's throats digitally day and night through thousands of advanced global ad campaigns being pumped out by the minute. The pandemic because of quarantining and food shortages had closed all businesses except corporate fast food chains that were taken over by the government and distributed by government voucher programs. Because people were confined by the virus, they were forced to stay home and eat junk food all the time. So Mort thought it was a perfect vehicle to distribute his cure and keep his slave followers watching. Since the serum named the Galaxy Burger mixed with certain additives in fast food so it enhanced flavor profiles in sodium and sugar levels in pizza, hamburgers, and fried chicken, and all this junk food had become highly addictive, even more than usual, making it impossible to stop consuming their products, Mort knew this would be a home run to get his serum out there. And now, boys and girls, it's time for a word from our sponsor! Sponsored by Galaxy Burger. Galaxy Burger. It is a truly out-of-this-world taste experience. Galaxy Burger. It's made from the freshest Veggiopedes daily. The Veggiopedes are vegetable plant-based humanoids who are harvested to be cheap, disposable, and edible labor. After a short lifespan of mindless manual labor and the Veggiopede motor functions go into seizure and cease to exist, the Veggiopede is knocked unconscious and then dumped into the burger grinder to fulfill its destiny to become the beloved galaxy burger that we know and enjoy. 
serum was working, and Mort was regaining his grip on the world's minds again. When he hit his final lethal snag that led to the toxic post-nuclear world that I live in now, a new Joker showed up in the deck on Mort's global mind control agenda. A billionaire software developer and master hacker on the net who went by the handle Dead or Stare, who was the leader of a digital movement opposing Mort's mind control games because he wanted to rule over his own mind control followers. So he in a digital war waged that later on would be called the Ent War, named that because it was a battle between the president leader, who was Mort, and the dissident opposer, who was dead, both Ents raging on for control, disturbing the biggest Ents of all, the residents. Dead or Stare launched a series of satellites globally, and in a moment of surge against Mort, Dead knocked out Mort's network, and with his own network of giant satellites that were covered in thousands of little square solar mirrors wrapped around spinning cylindrical balls that projected his refracted mesmo rays with the power of the sun. The satellites kind of looked like a giant disco ball, projecting Dead's mind control messages worldwide. After all the strain that was caused by Dead's assault on Mort's empire, Mort had a stroke and was about to die. Before his beautifully overly enhanced brain could die, Mort's followers knew they had to save him so they could save the dynasty. So they had frozen his brain right next to Ronald Reagan's under his highly secret and armed castle in Daisyland. Because Mort was supposedly gone, just a brain frozen in suspended stasis, Dead or Stare went and had taken over the earth and transformed it in the next hundred years into a world ruled by zombies. Over those years, Mort's followers called the Daisy Children, or Daisians for short, kept plotting and building to get to a future moment when they could resurrect their savior and rise to power again. About 200 years ago, little did Dead or Stare and his followers know but the turrets that made up the corners of Mort's Daisyland Castle Fortress were fully functional nuclear warheads, armed and fired in a moment of desperation. And a chain reaction response was launched by other nations under control of hardliners that were still trying to maintain power under the onslaught of Dead or Stairs zombies. This is the future and destiny that has been handed to me. Nick Novella. This is the devastated wasteland that has transformed me into the psycho surfer of the apocalypse that I've become. Well, that's it for this week's show, boys and girls. Stay tuned next week for the next installment of Psycho Surfer of the Apocalypse. And now a word from our sponsors brought to you by the new hit single, Intoxication by the band Wayno Drano and the dysfunctional Alkanots. Let's play out with the song! <laughs> <laughs>